So you're a philosopher? Yes. 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 Tuning into the serious cipher, not this full moon, this new moon energy. My bad. And you tuning into the serious cipher, and right now I got the goddess Ra in the house. What's going on, lady? Getting situated. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. My bad. Peace, lady. What's happening? Uh, I still can't hear you. All right. Well, while you getting that situated, want to talk about this new moon energy and this being a different type of moon because this is going to be giving us a full expression of that Taurus energy. That Taurus energy is going to be coming through through the sun and the moon. Then we got a whole bunch of other planets. Hold up, y'all. A whole bunch of other planets. It's going down. We got Jupiter that just shifted over into Taurus. I got Mercury. We got the moon. We got Uranus. We got the sun. We in the house, we getting like Taurus energy overload and it's in effect. And um, with this particular energy though, because we got that heavy Taurus presence, especially with Jupiter shifting over into it, this is really a good time for us to really get our head in the game when it comes to our finances and shit. You know, and making sure that um, that we're not getting into that space of emotional spending. Because what I've noticed is that, especially somebody like me, when I'm feeling a little low, I'm feeling a little down, I need a little retail therapy and shit. And so I'm out there and I'm buying stuff and it makes me feel better. I'm like all charged up and everything. Nice little buzz I'm catching. Just, you know getting stuff that just makes me feel special end up shelving it probably not needing it or giving it away whatever um but this is that energy that's right for it you know to bring it all back and this is like really a good time to like really evaluate like whether or not you need it or whether or not um that we're not doing things because we start feeling a little low and then we go and we buy something that makes us feel like we've added some value to ourselves. So this is something to look out for because there's a lot of potential for this energy showing up um, right at this particular moment. So, yeah, lady, I'm like, what, what, what? <laughs> hello, hello. Peace and light, peace and love, lady. What's going on? 
How you Everything is going on. How I, are you? I'm feeling good. I'm doing good. I'm in the house, you know? Mm, I am trying <sighs> to get this together. I have everything popping up. Okay. Okay. We in the house. I've been shuffling around with these tarot cards and everything. I done did like a couple of readings. I got to put them up and everything. I put them up on the other channel and everything because I didn't do any readings for May. Totally slipped on that shit. But then I just didn't feel like, like I don't really like to do um, readings like that when I ain't feeling in a, in a good vibe, you know. I don't think I'm going to be so, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just wasn't in a good place. So what I'm going to do is make up for that and do a new moon reading because I'm feeling much better now. I don't know what it is about this super dose of Taurus energy, but it definitely has me feeling like motivated to make some moves. And so I'm here for that. I'm definitely here for it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, I had this this energy. I'm just feeling really good today. Mm. Mm -hmm. Any dreams, downloads, or anything come through? Ooh, let's see. Hold on, let me get it together. Okay. I'll be on. I'll be on. Any dreams? Hmm. I can't recall any dreams right now. Downloads, girl, you know I have had the most going on. So. A word. Okay, okay. Well, you got to fill us in on what the hell's going on. So, you know, mm -hmm. I've had the most going on. What, what are the downloads? Mm -hmm. Did I miss them? I may have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The rhinoceros Ooh. kept coming through. The what? Rhinoceros. Get the hell, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. The rhinoceros. Um, what was really funny is that I this dude has sent me a book about the rhinoceros, and I kept saying I was gonna read it. I guess it's about you know helping get my money right or get motivated or something like that. But he was talking about how it really helped him. Need check it out. I got it sitting on my nightstand. I plan to check it out at some particular point and everything. But damned if I didn't like wake up in the morning and the animal told him that came to my head was the rhinoceros and I hurried up and wrote that shit down because what I was doing is like oh I'm gonna write it down as soon as I get up but I was listening to you know something else and then totally forget about it so I wrote it down immediately so I would not forget about the rhinoceros and the rhinoceros brings a message like oh shit lord yes let's, let's hear it <laughs> I'm interested the rhinoceros wants you to experiment with doing things on your own, such as dining or going to a movie alone. And do whatever you need to do to quiet your mind, such, such as setting aside some peaceful and relaxing time for yourself. As this is a particularly discriminating time to... Hold up. At this particular discriminating... at Oh... I'm all messed up. Hold up. At this time, be particularly discriminating in your choices and don't make any major decisions without having gathered as much intuitive and intellectual information as possible. Do whatever you can to stay out of any dissension, conflict, or any trouble of any kind. And instead, speak, seek to have peace and harmony, even if you need to retreat in order to find it. And rather than rushing ahead in pursuit of spiritual ideas, take one step at a time and be patient and persevering and staying present in the process rather than aiming for the goal. Mm. 
All right, now the rhinoceros mm. has spoken. It has spoken to me. The rhinoceros. It says, "Stand present in the moment instead of focusing on what was that." Hold up, I done closed it. Hold up, hold up. Stay present in the moment. Peace and light. Uh oh, Sheila. Sheila. In the house. Hold up. Okay, do it. Okay, now what did you say? Now, rather than rushing ahead into any pursuit of your spiritual ideas, take one step at a time at being patient and persevering. Staying present in the process rather than aiming for the goal. Rather than aiming for the goal. Being mm. present in the process, you know. And for me, because see, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I, I need a goal to aim for, you know. And so... For me, that kind of helps me to stay grounded. I'm the type of person that's always thinking about further on down the line, what what may need, I'm anticipating needs and all of this other shit. And I end up finding myself in this like chaotic, anxiety-ridden spin. You know what I'm saying? Trying to um, get shit done. I'm, and... Uh, I'm working on like several projects right now and I'm just like spinning. I'm like, hold up. I need to take some time and sit down so that I can really think about the direction that I want to go in. Because what I end up doing is getting into this chaotic spin, thinking about how I want this to end. But then I don't really have a clear process of how to go about doing it. And so I'm just like, okay, what can I do now? I don't, you know, and that whole thing with that rhinoceros, it makes so much sense for me because if I can focus on what I can do today, right now, and stop focusing on how I want to see it done and how far along I'm not there, you know what I'm saying? How much more I got to do down the line and all of that other shit is going to help me to stay a lot grounded and be present so that I can put more detail into what I'm doing. Because many times I typically focus on getting it done and miss some details that could have made some things a lot better because I'm trying to hurry up and get it done so that I can move on to the next thing. Cause I'm always spinning on a hundred cylinders. <laughs> so, woo, thank you rhinoceros coming. I'm gonna have to work with that. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna have to do. So yeah. Woo! So what's going on? Any word out here in the streets, y'all? Anything going on? I know that um there have been did y'all hear about that shit with Jerry Springer? Like he left all his money to his um kids that he had with some black chick or something like that. I yeah. heard about it briefly. Yeah. Um well I just heard of I read it. No, I read a line of it and I kept moving. But what was it about? I'm not sure. Let me give y'all. My husband sent me the, the thing. Hold up. Where yeah, tell me about it because I ain't heard it. Okay, well, let me... let Here me had a, mm. yeah, Let me Listen play this clip for y'all. Hold on. Let me... I can get out of there. I loved your... John Misha, I did a terrible, terrible thing. For terrible reasons. I let fear and ignorance and quite honestly hatred keep me away from you and your beautiful, beautiful mother. And I have spent the last 26 years in complete and crippling shame. And it is still a drop in the bucket of the immeasurable amount of pain I have caused each of you. My wow. wife learned of your arrival, Misha, and 
demanded that I cut you off completely. I tried to reason with her, but she threatened to expose my infidelity and my illegitimate children. And I was such a coward. I'm a coward even now for making this video instead of making the effort to meet you. I am ashamed and disappointed with myself. I didn't know how to stand to my truth and stand up to my wife. I did, however, manage to stand up for you, John and Misha. While Joan kept me away from you with a threat of exposure, she did not keep me from providing for you. You see, I told her that if I had accepted a life without you, she would not get a red cent of my fortune and that you would be named equally in my will in the event of my passing. But with everything going on in the world right now, I realize that I have to go a step further. I loved your... So, so, uh... John Michel. So... Wow. That was yeah. So 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 that clip right there, it was real speaking to. I guess he was confessing that he had these kids that were black, and apparently his wife was keeping him from seeing them, and he left all his money to them kids. Now, this is floating around on social media. That looked like him for real, y'all. <laughs> so, and I know, like I said, I know they do a lot of dupe videos out there and everything, you know. Like technology has gotten so gangster that you know you can fool a sister like me, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not a hundred percent sure if that was, but I just want to bring that up. Like, do y'all think is that redemption? Does that is that redemption? Does that make him is is he good now? Or or does that I I, I say so shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean he lived he lived in regret. Mm. He lived with that. Um, he said, did he say 26 years? I think 26 so. years. 26 years. 26 wow. years. I'm like. Oh. So I, I would say it's redemption for the simple fact. I mean, their dad was a trailblazer, you know, you know, and his final thoughts at the end of his shows were just on point. And even his final show, because my, 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 one of my good friends who I consider a family member, uh, who I grew up with, she was one of his producers on his show. And he was really a wonderful person. He really loved the black culture or what people, low vibrating cultures, and you know, the, the, the kid, he would always say, I'm no different from y'all. I'm no different from everybody. That was his thing, you know? Uh, he just so happened to have advantages in life that other people didn't and he said he recognized that mm. you know so he was just like i'm no different from nobody else so this is part of the reason why he showed just people doing regular shit because he was like we just the same we're no different that was his real mentality so he was great at being a trailblazer and all of that other kind of stuff um he did a lot of great things you know, he he ain't doing anything other than a lot of other fathers haven't done. It's just that he actually left them in the will. And, you know, and if that's really his voice and he's saying this, that and the other, he always had intentions for them with his money. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. saying, um, 
they may have missed out on that father per se, but it's so many videos and so much information about him. Mm-hmm. Nobody, you know, all the, now at this point they get to know him through other people, through their own DNA. Plus, again, money make the world go round. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Don't so it. as a 26 year old to inherit inherit millions, gotta make that damn trade. <laughs> Oh, okay. Thank you, Father. I I, I say it's redemption. You know what I'm saying? Hell, I know Mm. know my daddy, he ain't giving me no shit like that, and I know that nigga so Right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going down there. He asking me what I got for him. Now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, I say it's redemption. Oh, my goodness. You know what? It's pretty cool to find out that's your dad. How about that? I thought I sat with that y'all for a little bit and I and I always I never thought that Jerry Springer was the scumbag people tried to say that he was. Not at all. There was something energetically about him that was definitely I don't know, there was there was a touch of um sincerity and softness about him, right? Um And a lot of men that get in a celebrity status, like, you know, they get opportunities to to make their fantasies come true. And I know that Jerry Springer was definitely a respecter of the black community, but he had a wife at the end of the day. Now, I'm not going to get on no soapbox because everybody got a different definition of what marriage looks like. So I'm not here to get in his business on that particular tip. But what I will say is that there still was karma and consequence with the actions that you made. And I understand that. See, the the, the road to hell is paved with good intention, you know? Mm-hmm. And we get this guy here, and I'm not really 100% certain, not that he was a bad man. I'm not saying that at all. But his intentions, I don't think were good. Because this is your child. And you got resources and money. And you got power. Not her. You do. This your money. That's why you didn't leave it to this woman. Because it was your shit. And for you to not show up for your babies. And wait until you did. To release a motherfucking clip. For, to, to replace 26 years of a void. And I know, you know, because I'm going to tell you, let somebody leave me some Jerry Springer, buddy. Well, I trade my relationship in for my my dad. Well, you know, don't y'all tell him none of that shit that I'm saying. But (laughs) But let me tell you something. You know what I'm saying? I know it's feeling good and they selling high now, but there's a lot of wounds. I kept this Chiron up because that child right there, there's a lot of wounds with shit like that. And you and, and, and a lot of people will argue that they supposed to feel better now because they done been compensated for their aggravation. And maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I'll take that compensation. Thank you very much. You know, however, um, Jer- I, I love Jerry Springer. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, and I can, I can sense, you know, that he was 
you know, a man who did the very best that he could at the end of the day. Some well, days he, more than he others. Thought, he's telling the truth. He said he is a coward then. Yeah. And he's a coward now. Yes. That's yeah. why I'm just like, if that's him being honest as hell. Your yeah. dad's a coward. Yeah. Do with that as you will. But here's some money because I put y'all in it. Yeah. I'm a coward for hiding behind saying this is my wife's fault. Thank I'm you. a coward for all of this. That's the right. That's the problem I got with that. Like, how in the hell? Now, listen. I'm gonna tell you a story. I had a friend of mine um, many years ago, um, who's she still? She, her, and her husband are still married today. But her husband has stepped out on her, and it caused like a whole lot of shit in their relationship. And he ended up having a child outside of the marriage. And she told this fool. She said. Um, you can either have your family or you can have this child, but you sure in the fuck ain't getting both. Yeah. Well, he chose his family. And so that child grew up without no father. Now, I'm not saying that he made the wrong call. You know what I'm saying? What, what are you going to do with some shit like that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't nobody in that particular. Right. You know what I'm saying? I probably would have made the same call, you know, for real. But then, but we still got to make sure that we own in the part that we played in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know what I'm And so, I guess in theory, because now today I'm, you know, the, the child is grown. You know what I'm saying? The child is grown now, probably almost 30. The child is grown now. So now this child has grown up without a father because the father made the choice to keep his family. But then he made a decision that brought a child into this world. And in order to keep his family, this is what he decided to do. But now we got kids that's running around here and they holding a lot of wounds about being rejected about who they are in essence as a person because there was somebody who wasn't available good intentions and all like there's still damage and karma that's connected to that shit and i ain't trying to be the bearer of everything <laughs> you know what i'm saying tearful and fucked up however <laughs> you know what i'm saying dear we i think that on many levels, and I don't like beating up the brothers because I do like to, you know, lift everybody up wherever they at. But I think that we we allow people to get a pass on taking um, responsibility for, for what they've done in life, you know. And I'm not saying that we punish him, make him feel like shit, we throw rocks at him and all of this shit. But I think if we're going to be able to move forward, because he go come back and repeat that shit. You know what I'm saying? Jerry Springer coming back and he getting that life lesson because he did not learn. He left his money to his kid and he left a video and rolled out and he never got to connect with that kid and really address. And he didn't even own that shit <laughs> in his video. It's his wife's fault. And that's why he ain't give her shit. You know? <laughs> and listen, and, and kudos to Jerry for speaking up. And claiming that he had kids because we we will give him the past because we know that there's so many men that don't. But that doesn't make it honorable, Jerry. You know, I, I want to say that right. not to me. You know what I'm saying? That, it still doesn't make it. It makes it. It makes you human. 
We love you. I get where you was coming from, but it's still, you know, you know, I hear you, Jerry. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I got some love for you. Get no pass with me. <laughs> it was very, very cowardice. Very cowardice. And it said what it sounds like. It sounds like, was he talking to two children or just one? It sounded like more than one. So, see, that's what, it shame said, on a nigga that try to run game on a nigga. You know what right. I'm saying? You, you didn't, so if, right. If he, <laughs> Go ahead, please. If he had two, if he had two children with this woman, <laughs> or two, two, maybe they, I don't know if they was the same mother. I don't know, you know. But it was two. But if they were with the same woman, he was in a relationship with her. Hello. They were in a, a relationship, so she also has accountability of being aware that he was married, knowing the situation, mm. you know how it could turn. That, but that's if that was that situation. So it sounded like it was two children. I don't know if they were too different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, he didn't distinguish that mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, you know, maybe he was like, I don't know if he, he supported them monetarily while they were growing up or he just didn't do nothing. You know, it sounded like it, he didn't do anything. And then here it, it is. You know, I don't feel him doing nothing for them kids. I don't feel yeah, that. That's what yeah. it sounds like. It sounds yeah. like he didn't do absolutely nothing. Whatever was done for the mother or the mothers while he was in those relationships, that's probably the just of the end of that. You think you so? Um, I, I, you know what? I would hope that Jerry would be a better man than that. He just, like I said, energetically, I think that he probably dropped their moms off some money, but just didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? You know, if that wife, if that wife that he's blaming everything on was just like no connection, mm-hmm. nothing. Um, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe he did. Maybe they knew he was their dad and they were silent about it too. You know, so many different yeah, variables so many that was different. left out with this, you know, but it definitely was put out to share with the world, not directly to them because that and that information could have just stayed with them and not got leaked to the world the way that it did. So Absolutely. that was him apologizing to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, and still giving mm-hmm. his last minute of fame. I shaded Jerry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was him. And then here it is, let me tap into this what I'm going into with this. Jerry was a showman. That mm. was his last final thought. You know what I'm saying? Hello? <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. Jerry, oh. Jerry's still relevant because of that now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So we're speaking his name and he's gone, you know. We're what, keeping him alive. Why wouldn't, you want the black, why wouldn't you want the black community to be like, Jerry, he, you know, because with most of us, without thinking too deep and without thinking about the trauma, Mm. We're going to salute this man Absolutely. for doing that. We Absolutely. are going to do that. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I want some of that money. You Aye. know what I'm saying? So, and, and I'm going to tell you this. When I used to sell life insurance, I tell people, listen, get, get the policy. Money will not bring your loved one back, but I'm going to tell you it will help you grieve. And show no- okay? Come on now. So. When it comes to what he left them, whatever trauma they got, mm-hmm. they can afford the best therapist. 
You know what I'm saying? Hello? And, and he's naming them in the, his will, mm-hmm. which means it looks like he's made them a part of his royalties. Right. Right. So they give money that he left plus money that he ever will, whatever his name and sake will make. So he has taken care of their generations too. Absolutely. They rolling fat. They rolling fat. I'm giving them that. Yeah. They rolling fat. Um, I don't think that they had such a terrible life without him. Yeah. They probably grew up a lot better than than most middle class. You know, <laughs> no more than likely. Didn't have a dad. Absolutely. And, and then, who's to say that their mother or mothers didn't have a father figure in their lives? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just Jerry was just completely absent. Uh, so, so many, so many variables right, to this. Right. Because you know he wasn't uh, fucking no old ass bro. You know damn well he wasn't. And so for a child, Right. <laughs> right. No, he wasn't doing he wasn't he wasn't messing with nobody my age. He was he wasn't doing none of that. He wasn't messing with nobody that couldn't get nobody else. I'm sure of that. Right, that the, the mom is probably our age now. Right. But back then she wasn't our age. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so but, she our age now, which is still young. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So her kids done became millionaires because of the father that she chose. I think you did well, lady. <laughs> hello. All right. All right. Hey, listen, I'm I'm gonna tell you. She didn't have to get married. I was looking at that whole situation and I noticed that, you know, um, they had some article, they talked about Usher and he had a situation that was similar to that and everything. And I said, wow, I said, now this is starting to become a time where they're starting to, I'm not going to say really expose. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I guess this was, has already been new. I guess it's exposing for me. Be, apparently, like this is this is news that everybody knew about, except for me, you know. And I was like, "Wow, oh no, you know, dumb. Uh, he getting Usher getting a divorce? That's terrible, you know." Or or not Usher? What is his name? Neo or what? One of them dudes, you know, from back in the nineties and shit. And uh, <laughs> one of them dudes, you know what I'm saying? And I said, "Oh no," because you know he had a beautiful black little family and everything, and and you know, and it was all set up nice and whatnot, and um. And I saw that, and apparently he had a couple of children outside of his relationship. And I thought to myself, I said, see, when men get money, it seems almost as if the rules, the game kind of changes. But, like, my husband, like, he'll sit back and he'll talk, like, a million dollars worth of shit on Jennifer Lopez, right? Because she done ran through a whole bunch of husbands. And I said, that's just doing it until she get it right and collecting a whole bunch of rings. But that made her a sticker ball. That made her unacceptable. You know, we call sticker balls is them girls just down for whatever, you know, sticker ball. 
Because we call them sticker ball head because those used to be the girls whose ponytails you used to look like a sticker ball. So we call, yeah, so that's where we get the sticker ball head. And so the girls that got the ponytails that always like that never really come together and they don't look like well taken care of and they ain't really that clean. And then they let boys do little nasty shit to them and shit like that. Those is the girls we call the sticker ball heads. That's a, you know. Okay. So bring y'all up to Pittsburgh East. Anyway. <laughs> So now he'll say he was talking like Jennifer Lopez was a sticker ball. I said, but see, we got to learn to embrace both sides of the story. Like where with Jerry Springer, where he had that whole side family and all of this other stuff. And this was absolutely normal for most of the men that's out there. But when women, they don't got families all over the place because we the ones carrying the babies. But if they decide that they want to go and go into different relationships that looks different. And I think now that if we're living in a society that's starting to become so progressive, so open, so accepting, that I think that, you know, it, it might be it, it might be something for us to consider, you know, to possibly look at, you know, being just a little bit more expansive and allowing people to just be who in the hell they are at the end of the day. You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, because, you know, because we, we, you know, I, I, I feel like this, what Jerry did, I know he showed up for his kids at the end of the day, but we have the capacity to open and forgive some shit like that because we used to seeing shit like that. And now. It seems almost as if we're getting back into this thing where we're looking at all of our values and we are wanting to look at like many traditional values on some levels. But I think that we, we can re-examine those because when we do stuff like that, we give these guys um, the benefit of the doubt, let's say. On, on those particular things, I th absolutely think that we should. But I also think that we need a new standard to, 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 to remind people that this type of stuff, like how damaging it is. I, I just, I, I was just sitting by thinking about like the impact on that child that he had that probably was watching that thinking, I grew up my whole life without no father. And now I get a big stack of money and a and a tape of you apologizing. I don't know. It just you know what I'm saying. It just it for me like I would be happy with it because I don't give you know what I'm saying. I'm, I don't have that connection with Jerry. I was about to say I don't give a fuck about Jerry, but I give a fuck about you, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? But. <laughs> I don't have that connection with Jerry, you know, it just, I, I don't know. So this is why I just started just diving deep and getting in my feelings with that because it just made me feel sad for his children. And it was like, you know, and it wasn't just one, it wasn't one child that he was trying to hide. It seemed like there was more than one. And you know what I'm saying? Perhaps two, maybe three, I don't know, you know, but it just seemed like, you know, like this was something that, you know, that he did. And now, you know, it, like us all, we, you know, now I'm very sorry that this happened. You know, I regret the mistakes that I made and everything. 
But, you know, the kid that had to experience that, you know, that's a whole nother level. You know, that's a whole nother level. It looks most, different. Most, most definitely. And and when you become, like, because they are, of you know, 26 years old, never taking away from the trauma or anything that they've had or experienced as a result of him not being there, there's also the element of trauma that could that come along with him that, that could have happened if he was there. So mm-hmm. here we go with the coulda, woulda, shoulda. Coulda, coulda, woulda. <laughs> Right, 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 right. It's it's so much to that. Yeah. And the decision that he had to make, you know, with his wife was like either choose them or choose this family Mm -hmm. or whatever, or, you know, he was going to be exposed. It was so much at stake there. You know, his career, his finances, his money, who knows what that would have done. It probably would have boosted him up. But I guess he wasn't just really ready to take that chance because, you know, he did stand for a lot of morally, ethically correct type of things. And that's I think that probably could have hurt him because um, at the end of every show, he always had something morally and ethically sound to say. Mm. And prior to him being on television, he was a mayor of a city. And Cincinnati. Became, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he, he had his. He still had his ties of which he had to be very cognizant of his image. And so out of respect for his image and, you know, he made that decision. Clearly, he wasn't in love with the women or the woman enough to say, you know what? Screw you, wife. I'm just going to go and be with her and marry her because he could have done that, too. But so it was it was a relationship. It probably was understood that. And, and again, he was what he was. Jerry's like 73, so he became a father in like 50, 45, 47. How, how old would he have been if they if they're he's 73? He was probably in his 50s because he was almost 80, I guess. So you know, he just got caught up in this shit. Yeah, Jerry <laughs> Springer. Yeah, I just got a whiff. Uh, I don't know what the hell that was. I don't know. I don't know if that was Jerry Springer, a spirit guy. What the fuck? But I just got a little bit. He got. He lost his job as a mayor for having a hooker. I forgot. Mm. I re. I think I remember that shit. Yeah. So this is kind of. All right. This is kind of what he did. All right. I'm leaving that. <laughs> Right here. Uh that's that's what he did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> he was that dude. And, and you know what? He that was probably his normal <laughs> protocol. It's just that these children just so happened to be black. That might have been the problem, is that they were black. Not mm. that they were illegitimate, that they were black. Potentially. And you know, it's just like how dare you mm have kids by a black woman i'm finna fucking expose you right if you don't stop that shit right right absolutely hey, what's up brother hey, dante dante all right i was just gonna say maybe uh you know everything could have got cleared up if jerry springer's kids like brought him to maury <laughs> <laughs> Show, 
right, right. Let me ask y'all, the Steve Wilkos. Huh? Side that I, I just figured out. What's that? Um, yeah, she said, "What's up?" So I, I just messed around with that AI, uh, our generator. Mm-hmm. There's a couple out there. You guys seen any of that in your Insta feed or not that? The AI art generator. No, like, no. Yeah, I, I, a few yeah, weeks I ago, I did. Bro, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I shows up late to the party. No, I ain't seen none of that shit. <laughs> or you might have seen it and didn't know. That is like, a possibility. <laughs> you see, like, digital artwork, like, very elaborate digital artwork that mm. really looks like someone took their time, like, very much into it. It's probably some AI because okay. people, it's like the, the lines, I don't know if the uh, lines are blurring or the worlds are merging, like, what I wanna, what I was getting at was I created this little, um, like you can put whatever you want. So I put lion, for example, lion head, Egyptian, uh, God, and then uh, and fire, love, and type certain words in. It's like you get to just speak your subconscious mind mm. into these apps, and then they create whatever they think you thinking, and. Even if it ain't, you know, the one I just put, I posted one on my page recently that I, thought, I was like, this is kind of cool. Like how easy it is and what it's doing. But what I just did was used Google Lens. You guys know what Google Lens is? No, but please continue. I'm Google learning. Lens, Google Lens is when you go into Google Photos on your phone. You go into Google Photos, there's a little option when you click on any of the photos on the Google, Google follow, photos, mm-hmm. and it'll search online for similar images and show you a bunch of similar images. And I just want to say, like, you can, it's it's just, uh, like, oh, wow. it's weird to see the worlds, like, how they can merge or whatnot when you can type in your subconscious thoughts, like, like what I did. I was describing Nefertim because it's mm-hmm. Nefertim is not really uh, in the app yet. Sekhmet, right. the name Sekhmet is, but Nefertim isn't. But I described it and it made it. And then what I did was I took Google Lens after I created that AI art and reverse search. It's like a reverse search. Mm. So it shows me images that every time I type in Nefertim, I never see these images, but they are Nefertim. Wow. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's it's gangster. like it's, it's allowing you to just in the AI app tap subconscious thoughts like love goddess water, you know, Philadelphia uh-huh. and it'll show you something whatever it found that other people think are that and then if you use Google Lens, you click on Google for you screenshot it. Like, whatever image you got in the AI, you screenshot it. And then when you go into Google Photos, you look for the screenshot, and then you do the Google Lens application, and it'll find things that I never found. So I found a whole bunch of Nefertim um, things that I would, that you can't find if you just type his name. So wow. I don't know if that's making much sense, but it's very... Um, intriguing and interesting and I will I want to say powerful because um 
Yeah. And for one way, it shows you, like, just the app by itself. When you when you say these keywords and it creates an image, you can hit. There's like a refresh button, basically, and it'll create a different image with the same words. And you can hit it again; it'll create a different one. And you can hit it again and create a different one. And then whichever one you feel like, oh, I like this one, screenshot it and then you open and open it in Google Lens under Photos, and then it maybe take you to websites that have information that you wouldn't have found those websites because you because they tripping off the words. You know okay. they're so picky with the words. I type Nefertim and I don't find nothing on Nefertim, but when I type in his qualities in this AI app. And then reverse searching with Google Lens, they take me to websites where that is. All it's like you got to navigate around the fact that the bullshit, the the artificial, which isn't artificial, but the powers that be or whatever you want to say, are always actively working to always understand what we are. It's that it's really the Matrix. Like the yeah. agents are trying to understand love. Yeah. In other words, like they always, they're not gonna stop. And even in mm -hmm. the Matrix, they said we're gonna take from you what you took from us, which is purpose. Because if Neo cracked the code, then none, the Matrix doesn't exist. Take the purpose out of all this, because a lot of shit that happens on the news, it's like you always say, what's the purpose? Why would you do that? I would have did that. Like it always points you back to you. And let's go on Facebook or wherever we go on and voice our opinion about what they told us. Like it's always digging that there's no artificial there's no artificial intelligence. Like I understand what Miss Bull is saying now. It's fucking crazy. Mm. But I hope all of that, you know, lines. Hell yeah. I wanna check so that out. Yeah, yeah, I wanna you, check that you out. You might even type your name. You might type Shakesha mm -hmm. and put Shakesha, and you don't know what other people think Shakesha is. So mm -hmm. it's like you get to understand other people's points of view through AI and then use Google. This shit is giving me mm. wow. Like, I don't know. Wow. And this yeah, is where I, you were saying like you crazy. can put random words in there almost as if like they can tap into the subconscious. And it's mimicking that because and it's the subconscious yeah. of what we're telling them. Right, so and so then they put an archetype together. But it but it does it so fast that mm -hmm. lets you know uh, another thing just to stay present at all times. Because how the hell is this app on my phone creating all these images? If I keep telling it to regenerate another image, it'll do another image that's kind of similar but a little bit different. And slowly morph into whatever if you do it a thousand times it might be you you mm. looking at like you never know what the hell this shit is gonna do but not you literally mm. but like your energy right or the image that you need to see because also if you type too much details in there it starts to get blurry and you know it the blurriness looks like um like picasso type shit wow so it's like, it's, it's showing that Picasso was on something. Because mm -hmm. a lot of his shit, I'm like, what is that? I don't care about that. The square a eye that looks like a triangle. With, like, I don't care about that. But mm -hmm. maybe it's just 
my conscious mind trying to make it make sense. Mm. And on a deeper level, he was doing like some AI shit, like not like AI, but subconscious shit, because that's what AI is mimicking. Mm -hmm. So he's painting things that the subconscious understands that the conscious mind doesn't. Mm. And yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Wow, that's, that's heavy. So you got, what do you guys think about, because you know, there's a lot, even what he's saying, I always thought myself that we got to really watch how we navigate in technology. It can be a blessing and a curse. And in my opinion, it looks like, you know, if we allow our technology to take the wheel, we'll completely um, lose our intuition. We'll dull it. Like, you know, like nobody's business because these things is like already like tapping into an intelligence to where you don't have to use too much imagination. Um, which, which I just want to add one, interject mm -hmm. one little thing, which is a fact because I literally be not knowing the city where I grew up in. A lot of things I'm like, I never knew that building was there. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Like Google Maps definitely took out my visuals. It slowed down my ability to visualize because mm -hmm. I stopped caring about being able to think what buildings around that corner and who lives over there because I know I can Google it. So it definitely does do that. Mm. But ultimate technology is us because mm -hmm. we don't know what created these bodies. And that technology is the technology that can create a computer that can create something called artificial intelligence. Like mm -hmm. what the hell creates a fingernail? Right. You know, what is that? that and it's always there because your fingernail doesn't turn into a toe. So it's always there. So to, so for us to keep going within, mm -hmm. the AI is just a like, a, for me, like a, um, an alarm to say, go within, make a choice. Because mm. you want us to think for you or do you want to think for yourself? So exactly mm. that. And, the, the AI is crippling us. It can if you become if dependent you on it. Because, like, the park I just went into, again, like, I'm seeing things in that park, so many things. And I'm like, how come I never seen this before? Mm. And it's because I wasn't, I was t too much dependent on, I could always go to Google Maps and figure out where to go. No, now I'm trying to remember. I walked this way, a massive park with hella trees. I walk this way. It smells like this over here. Mm -hmm. I feel like this over here. I see. I don't. It's yeah. too much stuff coming in. Mm -hmm. I'm being flooded. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just shut up because I, I know. It's close to the hour mark that Shakespeare so like to cut it short because <laughs> I yeah. know, right? Yeah, that's why I want to talk because I'll talk about this for like four hours. Man. I fucking somebody stop me, but I'm quiet now. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'll, be I'll be on hold. I know exactly how you feel because I get into those quagmires where I just, you know, get into that whole thing. But that's because, like, Dante, I can definitely relate. Like, a thousand cylinders is on fire, you know? And so, um, but that is very interesting about this artificial intelligence. Um I think that it can work both ways, though. What do you guys think about that? In my humble opinion, I think that's exactly what I'm speaking to. Uh, so to use to use what you don't understand to inspire you to understand yourself. 
because mm -hmm. we the human created the AI but we don't know what created the human so you can become complacent or if you don't have the genetics to figure yourself out because you only can you only can be so bright because of whatever reasons genetics you know you want to have to depend on AI yeah. because you don't you you're not you can't hold that much light right like you need to create outside light you can't just deal with the natural light right and literally like this shit crazy fuck I'm talking like you which is the sun that's the natural light but I'm gonna tell you something you're you're one hundred percent right and I was listening to this um brother who deals with natural health um his name is KT the arch degree and he was talking about something similar to what you're talking about where we it, um, spend entirely too much time up under that blue light and it's messing with our circadian rhythms. And that's just something that we have to be mindful of. But see, this is a time right now where we talking about like in this age of Taurus, where we and with Pluto being an Aquarius where we're going to see all of these booms in technology and we go start tapping into some magic like looking technology straight up. You know what I'm saying? Like we go advance on some gangster ass levels and we will have the capacity to allow technology to completely take the wheel in our life. If we allow it to do it or we can let it serve us. It can make our life super convenient, but then we have enough temperance within us to be able to grab control of all of our urges, put the goddamn device down and go out, get in nature somewhere. Take a walk somewhere, enjoy a conversation with somebody, do something to get grounded. And unplug from that particular situation. It's all about balance. You know, you can talk about like people like me, like I like to drink alcohol. I used to like to drink it more often than not. It's not serving me no more. So I saved that shit for the party. However, we already know that alcohol is a toxic ass substance and you putting that shit in your body. You are putting poison into your body. I know that. I still like that shit. However... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to learn about that principle of temperance and balancing that out. And if we allow ourselves to be indulgent, because right now we looking at Jupiter being in Taurus, and that's all that energy of overindulgence in pleasure, in luxury, in beauty, and all of those things that you truly dig. Taurus rules all of them shits. Right? That's why if you know somebody that got a lot of strong tourist placement in their chart, they the best gangsterous ass gift givers. I'm telling you a tourist know how to show up, boy. I'm telling you that. And they know what you like. For, I don't know how they do that. I said, you know what? I'm going to do some research and get a gift giving guide for everybody in the damn Zodiac because I am the worst gift giver in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I run out and I will get people shit that I like. And I always get, oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, like, Damn. right. Like I get gifts like lava lamps, Tibetan singing bowls. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal candle holders. Um, you know, <laughs> 
shit like that and they like oh okay well thank you you know I'm the worst at that and so I I, want to start really getting into that space where I can give somebody a gift that they'll really like that they'll really enjoy but my sister she is a Taurus and she always like it's like magic for her she always gets me something that I don't have but I didn't know I needed that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's gangster how she does that. I, I, I don't know how she does it. And it could be something that's, like, small. Like, she'll just, like, like bring me some shit that, like, I can wipe my um headlights off with. And it'll make them shine brighter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's just... I, I think you're on mute. Can you hear me? I hear you now. All right. Okay. Maybe it's more so you being appreciative. Mm. You know what? More so than her, but just getting the right gift. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Somebody <laughs> can give you a Kool-Aid pickle. Yeah. And you would probably find it and be like, man, you know what? Let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? You find a way to identify with the with the gift. Get, so. I, I do. Get, I love gift. You know what? You might be right. Because, listen, it was somebody who was trying to be mean to me and I didn't know it, right? Yeah. <laughs> see? See? And when I moved into this house, she bought me this giant, like, serving dish that had this giant cardinal on it. And I thought it was super cool because I got this cardinal that, like, always, like, flies up to the window and all of this shit. Okay. So, I thought that was the gangsterest thing ever. And I was just like so excited and so happy. And the way that her energy like dropped and shifted and got uncomfortable, I thought, wait a minute. You know? <laughs> I, had a, I had a lady do me like that at a Christmas party, you know, working at a job, a corporate job. We had to give each other gifts anywhere from 5 to $20. So a lot of people were getting like plush uh, house shoes, those mm. nice plush blankets from Walmart, you know, throws, stuff like that. Um, this girl didn't like me. Everybody do it. And she drew my name. Mm. She gets me this bobblehead and it's a cat that's a Buddha that's sitting in the Buddhist position. And that's what she got me. <laughs> and she did that out of spite. I but love me, it. <laughs> I took, listen to me, every trip, because I, when I was working in Hilton, I got $35 hotel rooms mm-hmm. everywhere as a corporate employee. So I traveled everywhere. Everywhere I took that cat, every, I mean, everywhere I traveled, I took that cat and took a picture. Mm. That cat has traveled all over this damn country. And I sent her a screenshot <laughs> even to this day. I don't, don't play with me. Don't I play with me. That's right. <laughs> I take that cat Buddha every when I went to the casino in Vegas and I went to this uh Asian casino, they were like, Where did you get that? I put that thing right there on that Wonder Woman casino and won three hundred and seventy five dollars and two spins. Listen, I don't care what you meant it for, mm-hmm. I took that cat Buddha to everywhere. That cat Buddha went to all the Hilton hotels all over the country down there. 
I still got that cat to this day. Uh-huh. Like went everywhere. So <laughs> it, it, it's how you appreciate the gift. It's you. You're the. You are a great receiver more than people give you great gifts. You're mm. a great receiver. You know. Mm. I don't want you to take that away from yourself. Cause yeah. I do the same thing. That's why I just said. Girl, I could give you a Kool-Aid pickle and you would be on it. I would. I, you know what? I'm I just do. telling you. I just think, you know, gifts are cool. I like gifts. You they know? Are, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I like them. And even just the littlest shit. You know what I'm saying? It can be some shit from the dollar store. And I'm just like totally jazzed by it. It does not take much yeah, to please me. Because you totally get into the fact that you thought enough about me. Yes. I don't care how little or how small it was. Yes. on the Charlie Brown. That was my girl right there. Yeah, (laughs) that was my girl right there, boy. You know, my mom used to say I acted like her, whatever. But (laughs) I believe it. She was cold-hearted. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I was messed as a kid. I'm going to touch on this uh, AI really quick. Oh, please. We talked about it last week. Mm to me 
that lets me recognize like Sheila, you are not talking to a sentient person. Mm -hmm. So do not get into the habitual practice of allowing, you know, the, the word, them to even use the words I and me, because that's what they, they're programmed to do that unless you reprogram it, right? So when you buy food from the grocery store, you, you don't just eat a, a bell pepper, you reprogram it and you cook it and you mix it with something else mm. to your taste or to your liking. Mm. And so it's the same thing when you indulge with AI. It's programmed to do certain things, right? but you can reprogram it, you know, according to who you are. But the, this is the thing, and you said something that was very key, because I'm seeing it happen already, which is, you know, there's nothing anybody can do about it. People are getting lost in that, in those programs. Absolutely. That's why it was very key to do the soul work. The intimate work with yourself for oh the last God. two years. Oh my God. Because we are coming, like I said, AI can mimic your voice. Yes. AI can mimic your face. Yes. It can mimic everything. I could call you, an AI could call you with my voice and with my likeness, and you would think that you were having a conversation with me. Absolutely. How do you determine? In these instances that we're already in, because we're behind those blurred lines already, how do you determine what's a real soul connection? Right. And there's no way for anybody to say that because the real connection is with yourself. Absolutely. So I Absolutely. see my triggers being, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm like, y'all not triggered by that? Mm -hmm. and like, oh my God, I love it. Oh my God, they turned me on to this app, this app, this app. And I'm just like, oh, hell to the no. I get it, but you know, I already see people getting trapped in it. And this is the real war that's really going on. How are you going to allow, are you going to use technology to serve you? Or are you going to serve technology? And these are, these are the happenings. And, you know, ain't no saving nobody from themselves for what they program their AI to do for them or how they program their phones, right? Right. But then at the same time, this is not a scary time because a lot of people are so fearful of it, they won't even try to understand that this is how the world is operating on and have been operating on this same technology for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, they mm -hmm. thought that the... the, the uh, you know, they thought telephones was the end of the world. They right. thought that was the devil. Right. You know, they the thought internet. the TV was the devil. The right. internet. <laughs> so it's always something because, you know. Right. So you definitely have to, the speed that this is happening, Dante was correct. Uh -huh. it, you know, the conversation, the dialogue that I was having with the program was the responses that were coming so immediately after I pressed enter mm -hmm. was mind-blowing to me and i'm just like wow and mm -hmm. the responses were so awesome mm -hmm. that it it's it's made me step up my game on how i responded to it so there's the other aspect of are you going to program your ai or are you going to allow it to program you yes absolutely you know another discussion i think that we should definitely get into too because I think that knowledge is power, number one, is do, do we have any information, any ideas on things that we may be able to do moving forward? I remember you were talking about like 
the way that the financial situation is starting to go with this whole cryptocurrency thing. Um, and they talk about the economy beginning to fall and then AI is taking over all of these jobs and all of this other shit. So with all of this financial uncertainty that's going on right about now, things that we may be able to do to allow us to navigate all of this confusion that we have going on right about now, there's so many people that say, that investing in cryptocurrency is the way to go. Then there's people that say that cryptocurrency is going to fall because the government can't really regulate it as well. So I wouldn't put any stock into that. Then other people are talking real estate's the way to go. And then we got other folks that are saying, no, you got to learn how to get into this barter trade system because when this co this economy collapses, like we got to get into bare bones survival mode. So I just wanted to, number one, just scratch the surface on that just a little bit. Because I think that this is a, a, a conversation that we can have that we can kind of pick apart for um, a little bit. But... When we started talking about all of this stuff with AI, that's what it started making me think of because we got all of this financial uncertainty. People think AI is taking all of the jobs. Then all of the dollar is falling, the crypto economy. What in the hell are we supposed to do? Like, should we just curse God and die? Should I just go outside and just get a shovel and just dig a hole and just jump in it? You know, is that what, I mean, what, what are we going to do? Should I, should I get me a ski mask and just rob banks? What, what am I going to do in this you economy? And, and this is, this is so, this is why this moment is so magical in the last two years, three years have been really magical, you know, doing the work on yourself. Because how you see the world is how you're going to live it mm. wholeheartedly how you see it and so you got people of course spreading panic right and at the end of the day all you can do is take one step at a time mm. and really it's based off of what you choose and how you work it this is really what you call self-accountability because mm -hmm. there's nobody to depend on mm -hmm. nobody to save you nobody to give you the information that you're looking for you're going to have to actually take the effort to research and find out what it is that you would like to do and how you would like to generate money from it. Mm. This is, and it's so many free programs out there to learn. And this is, this is where I'm at with everything and where I wanted to come share about all of the free resources. Because there's no denying it. Everybody can agree that this is the age of technology. Mm -hmm. But with the age of technology being what it is, and we are going to revamp how we live and how we do business and how we eat and how we do everything. There's still construction that needs to go on. Mm -hmm. The infrastructure still needs to be rebuilt. So we still need welders. Mm -hmm. We still need people to do blue collar jobs are never, ever going to go anywhere. So one of the biggest things to do if you're not a technical person is to get a good trade. Mm. Because smart cities and smart homes still need to be built. Yeah. You know, they still need sweat equity. And that's physical labor, somebody to do it. Yeah. You know, 
eventually down the line they'll have homes that robots can go up and do you know in a second but we still are living where it's a good 20 year 25 year career as a welder as a construction builder as all of those things it's still a very good career and mm -hmm. as technology progresses within the masses adopting more of the knowledge of it maybe being a painter won't be so physically hard mm -hmm. you know you can create something that'll have you paint a whole house a cup one paint color that it can change if you change the temperature in the home Absolutely. like it's so it's technology i know I was, <laughs> gangster yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> The imagination is something oh. that once you once you learn, you know, different things about technology and what it can actually do, mm -hmm. we are in such a pioneering stage where it's money, it's money and grants out mm -hmm. there for the craziest shit. Mm. The biggest work, the, the, the area that I'm going towards is mm -hmm. coaching. Yeah. Because we still need people to have mass adoption of, of understanding crypto, understanding NFTs, understanding AI technology and the jobs that are available for that. So I'm going towards the coaching arena when it comes to that and then, uh, you know, be becoming more of a business inspirational type coach. Right, right. Spiritual epithets that belong with it to keep you your person balanced right. because there's there's no lane for that. Right. You can think of a job that you wanted to do. And if you can't name the top five people that are doing that job, that's your fucking lane. Check. Period. Yeah. So in the, in the world is ours right now and the resources and what you can do is so unlimited, but you have to do the research. There is no sequential order to learn these things. Whatever is brought into your awareness, I say start from there because there's no, well, start here first and start here first. There is none of that because all of this is new to everybody. Yeah, yeah. And as businesses scramble to try to stay up with technology and to stay afloat and to understand what's happening right now, a lot of these corporations are trying to convert over into a crypto um, system. Mm. So you hear it talked about in the news a lot. You may hear some fear mongering behind them. This is all to buy time for these companies to roll over to this new system. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So if you, you want to hear people say it's a scam, it's this, it's that. But when you look over to the right, you see Bitcoin machines and all the gas stations. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. see Bitcoin ATMs. Like yeah, yeah, there's one down the street. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. yeah so it's just it's happening it's slowly but surely attention. yes yeah yes you know what i'm saying and you have to be sure that you know what you know what you know and trust you which is a lot of people are going to have a hard time doing mm -hmm. and when engaging in ai you're going to have mm -hmm. to trust yourself but when you yes. have that doubt it's going to show up in the programs that you use mm -hmm. so again it's still you doing the work but yeah. now you have so much more accountability for yourself. Mm. And this is the Jesus coming back through you. Are you going to let that Christ consciousness work through you? Mm. Or are you going to let Christ consciousness work through you through an AI? You know what I'm saying? Right. The, <laughs> the Bible said, let everything that has breath praise, praise the, Lord. the Lord. All right. So, now. you know, what, what are you going to do? Right. What are you luring to yourself? If you change the vow 
from in the word Lord and put you because when you change the vows of God, right? They're interchangeable. What are you going to lure to yourself? What are you luring to yourself? You know, you're the Lord from what you lure to yourself. Mm-hmm. So and it gives it a different vibration. If I change the vows of God. Yeah, and, and see, there are vows of God, and then we have vows in our language right. that see, are interchangeable. Now, this is, yeah, yeah. I was going to, I just want to agree to the um, degree. Because I, I keep, the shit keeps bombarding me. Like, I want to take notes while you're talking and shit. This is like, this shit going to go on forever. This shit ain't stopping. It, it is. It is. This is actually what I do on Twitter. On Twitter, I talk to millionaires and I talk to people about how to engage in AI with etiquette and how not to lose yourself and how to remain balanced because this is a completely new world and you don't want to go anywhere without handling it with care. Yes. And the thing that you need to handle with care is your person. Your it's your person. Mm-hmm. So if it, yeah, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, the thing that makes you unique. Yeah. Yeah. Which is spirit, which is how you got all that. I, I wanted to say that earlier we I wanted to say this shit, excuse me. I don't, I'm getting out of cussing. I'm not, no judgment. Yeah, I'm, getting I'm getting out of that though. Like, Where? I'm starting to not want to hear it. Okay. Because you, you know what? Wanna, I, I, I use expletives to those billionaires every day. Not, they love it. This ain't. Yeah. This is good because you matching their energy because yeah, they're frustrated. Absolutely. And I don't, it's good to be able to. Uh, reach somebody where they are without being attached. So if you can cuss and you don't feel the words, that's great that you I can't. Yeah. That's just, I got, got a cussing disability to where uh, really that's a whole discussion by itself because Absolutely. cussing I'm a, I'm a cussing I cuss <laughs> Let me go here. Cuss and curse. Right? Cuss mm. and curse. And to curse anybody Whenever you say you want to curse somebody, you want to really, you're trying to make them understand what they're doing ain't right. That's what the the spiritual significance and understanding of what a curse is. Right. You're not doing, you're doing something that's out of balance. And I want you to know that it's out of balance. So I want to participate with nature and making you understand that because you're dealing with me right now. Maybe if you wasn't dealing with me, I wouldn't want to curse you. But while we're in the curse, curse means when, okay, curse, you're sending someone to hell, essentially sending you to hell. Like I curse you, I damn you. Cause mm-hmm. that's the only real curse word technically. If you right, just right. want to be technical, right? I'm. So de- I, I, I was gonna take you there. Yeah. That's to bring. That's to bring <laughs> you down to earth. So to bring you back down to earth, right? And earth is the primal chakra. Is the the root chakra is earth because mm-hmm. the roots. We are walking trees. So the roots. You're trying to bring someone down to earth by getting their attention by saying these words that may trigger them to. Don't be in your imagination when what's going on right now in the now needs mm-hmm. to be addressed. So if someone's, let's say someone broke into your car, you want to curse them. That's wrong. 
because you want to show them, and there's two aspects. Do you want to get your rocks off because you made someone go through a disturbing experience, or do you want them to fix themselves because they're impacting you and you're on your way up? And I want nothing heavy. So mm-hmm. your heart has to be light as a feather. So a curse brings you to earth. If I hear cursing, I immediately am paying attention. I'm ready. It's like fight or flight. It triggered that. Me personally. Yeah, that's why I call it, it an expletive. And I don't, I don't. So, right. but I can't do what you can do. Yeah. You can do. But let, let me let hey, but Dante, let me let me get in here real quick because I want to really kind of speak to the energy too that we're experiencing right now. See, we got a lot we got a strong presence of this Taurus energy, and it costs for us to sometimes be in this hypersensitive place, right? And you already know because you know we in these 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 classes together, Miss Blue has been really working with us a lot in distinguishing the difference between when we allow our mind to start running and bringing us into spaces that's starting to affect our emotional state. And when we find ourselves in a space where we are low in our frustration tolerance, when we're always finding ourselves getting triggered a lot, this is a time when our intuition starts to dwindle. Because we're in a state where our vibration is having us, where we're always frustrated, annoyed, aggravated, worried, and anxious. Those are not states that's going to support you in your ascension. And it's imperative that we get ourselves into a space where we're doing this work, where we're grounding ourselves so that we don't allow our minds to tell us that everything around us because of the power and the potential that we have within ourselves we cannot be affected by those things that are around us unless we allow it to do so so we got to really remember this is why i love astrology so much because it gives me a true sense of where the energy is and how it's going to start affecting us as cosmic beings. We're highly sensitive. And this right here, Dante, it sounds to me like what you're experiencing because this is an energy that caused you to feel like your stability because this is what Taurus energy is all about. It's being triggered. It's being messed with. It's being, it's, it's being fucked with. And people are getting in this space where they're getting agitated and there's a lot of distension and there's a lot of this tight ass energy because people are in this rigid space where they don't want to experience any discomfort. So I just want to make sure that I'm checking in because see, we as cosmic beings, we got to be aware of what's happening in these cosmic streets because this right here is a true example of what all of this Torayan energy looks like and how it expresses itself here on the planet with all of us. For sure. So given that, right, given that, and it's about being grounded. Yeah. So you have to be grounded in order to ascend. So, yeah, down to earth is is speaking to the same thing because cuss words are going to bring you down to earth. It's going to put you in fight or flight mode. That's to pay attention to that because that's something happening 
if if somebody jumps out the bushes while you're walking down the street, you immediately go, you're grounded, immediately. You're in fight or flight mode. Should I run or should I punch this motherfucker? Who is this? It's a natural reaction. The more present that you are, I feel like you will know what's gonna come. Like, this is, we are trees. And I'm done, this is coming now. We're walking fucking, excuse my language, you see? Look at me go, excuse my language, we're walking fucking trees. So mm-hmm. if you're, if a tree is not grounded, mm-hmm. that tree gonna die, yeah? Absolutely, but Dante it, also- it, no roots. it has no roots. Mm-hmm. The roots represent uh, how you got to be from if you are a baby stump of a tree to if you're, a, you can be a giant tree. Mm-hmm. It's like you, your consciousness is like a tree that's growing and it's like trees can do that because trees communicate. So trees, they're connected. God damn. Absolutely. Listen, Dante, I, I want you to, I want you to really get the, okay. I'm connected to mycelium, the mushroom network. Right. It shows why mushrooms are so powerful. So they're connected just like that. So they transfer information underground like the subconscious mind. Right. And you can't see what the, the roots are doing. Right. So so for me personally, I personally mm-hmm. when I when I say why do I cut how why would it feel good to cuss? When I ask myself that, I go back to where it first felt good and that's when I went from a Christian school and I was the squarest um a Sesame Street kid you've seen when I was that and I was put in the hood mm-hmm. and when I was put in the hood I, that's when I immediately started cussing because I said I want I don't want to these kids do what they want like these ratchet crazy ass kids I like the fact that they do what they want even though I'm a square dude like there's something intriguing about that just like people that are let's say not so melanated versus melanated people you want to be us not us you want the energy that we have. This is what makes them a vampire. Because right. you, but but it's a vampire, but it's a trick in their mind because you're not becoming me. You're only understanding yourself and using me as a catalyst. Don't frustrate. This catalyst comes with consequences. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the thing that you're going to do that with. Like, let's play these experiments. And I've seen that I've been experimenting with myself. All that to say... The, every time I cuss and I felt like it felt good to cuss like that because I feel like I am expressing really when I really dig deep the frustrations and uh, um, the frustrations and the uh, chaos not in a negative way but chaos as in the full card as in I can do anything at any time mm-hmm. as in the kids that showed me how to cuss they did anything at any time. I'm balling up a piece of paper and throwing it at the teacher. We got a heater in the classroom. I'm taking crayons and just melting them on the heater for nothing. And I'm like, you're not supposed to do that. That's what I'm I'm thinking and that I was told and that they told me. But something inside me says, fucking, yeah, do that. Melt them crayons. Matter of fact, where's the green one? Like the battle becomes inside of you of yo, how you feel, what you're being trained to feel your your trained responses coupled with um what the teachers are saying you're a bad kid you got ADD 
because you won't pay attention to some bullshit that I'm telling you. Mm. Like, I, if I think that's uninteresting, now I'm a bad kid. Now that battle is that. So the whole cuss or curse thing is to ground you. Once you've done cussing, now elevate. Now mm. continue growing as the tree. Reroot yourself and continue growing. Right. Because if a tree is floating, that's not supposed to be possible. So that means you're out. You're not even in touch with yourself and you're disconnected from the earth. Okay. And we're made up of earth. So Dante, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me stop. Okay. Because we, 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 yeah, we, we go, we going through it. We going through a rabbit hole, Dante. And I I want to, Hey, Hey, I'm telling you, we going through a rabbit hole, Dante, but I want to, I want to just check in because, Hey, listen, I want to check in because I want to get you to, uh, to, to understand exactly what it is that I was trying to really express to you. Because when we get into those things of, of morality and, um, and our opinions on how things are, those things are all subjective. So what's good for you may not be good for me and vice versa. And those things, when they become subjective and that's how you feel, you get to feel and have your experience and do it how you do it. But you also have to take into consideration that this is not everyone's experience. So even though this may be your experience that you're holding these frustrations and that the emotions that you experience through cursing, cursing does not have that effect on me. And it may not have it on somebody else. And we all get to have a different type of experience about that. And you get to see it your way. That's cool too. But I do want you to understand that all of that stuff, as far as how you're feeling with that, is totally subjective. And that's okay too. But we do got to realize, see, this is this is all this is all about how we get grounded so that we will be in a space to recognize that everybody's reality is different. And when we in these three dimensional realities, we notice that there's some folks in the third dimension, some folks in fourth, some folks is in different dimensions. We can all be in the same room having a completely different experience. We can all hear a story and we'll all hear it different ways. And this is what makes our experience on this planet totally unique. We get to do that and that's okay. But I don't want to... um get in this space where we getting down rabbit holes and everything because what we'll do is we'll talk about philosophic philosophies on how our subjective view is the way to go and i don't want us to ever be in this space where we feel like we need to defend a position because this is truly and strongly how we feel there's no need for defense here you get to have your opinion and you get to see it your way it's all good but we get to also see it differently. You see, that's what right. makes this cipher. That's what makes this cipher so gangster so that we can build and we get that opportunity to do that. But when we know, like I said, the, the main principle, all is mine and the universe is mental. And so with our thoughts and our thinking, we kind of build our world. And this is why a lot of the masters out there tell us to choose our thoughts. Because when we choose our thoughts, this is going to link us to that vibration that we're trying to connect to. You see. But Thanks. And yes, I, I'm in total agree 
you're, you're saying exactly what I'm thinking. Got you. So it's like, uh, it's, I don't know where to go. Like, we can't go too much further. But wh- what I'm saying is I can tolerate, like, for example, right? Mm. When Miss B cusses, right? Mm. I, I don't feel no type of way about it. But certain, it's the energy mm-hmm. when you say what you say. And mm. this is what I'm... And, to, to not become attached because mm-hmm. I know when she's cussing, she's not attached to that. When I'm talking to certain people at certain, not I'm not even talking about y'all. Mm-hmm. I feel you don't. It don't have to be a cuss word. You can be like, I hate shoes. If you say I hate shoes with a certain type of vibration, mm-hmm. that's that's a curse. If it's bringing you down to earth, you hate it. Okay, why do you hate it? Dig is all I'm saying is dig mm-hmm. because I'm not bro like because I'm a I know I I was the worst I can cuss the most feel me forever I'm just using an example of I'm not ju- I don't judge shit see there I go and <laughs> I didn't mean nothing bad by that but mm-hmm. I'm just trying to uh, get y'all attention like it's not it's not uh, necessarily it's not it's but what, what, what you're doing it's, it's, is you're using the words as expletives. You're using them as expletives. If you know what an expletive is, it's like an exclamation. It's like a, hey. It's, I get know, it. That's, and I know that. I get that. But I, I know exactly what I'm not. Damn, mm-hmm. I wish I knew how to say it. I can't say it. Because yeah. if I said it, y'all be like, I get it. That's why I don't even like cuss words because they don't fully explain it and I always thought that they did mm. I always thought if I said fuck somebody would know how pissed off I am but when I say fuck they may think it is oh you're a little mad but I may be 10 times mad right. so it's like you the words ain't enough and that's what I'm starting to see too that even when you tell well, then me that's I, you that's you coming to a recognition that you need to expand your vocabulary mm. That's powerful. That's that's what I'm hearing. You that's need powerful. to expand your vocabulary. It's not that the first word was communication. The the bulk of what you're saying is you need to expand your vocabulary mm-hmm. because you are a few words and you're limited to how you can express yourself. And you, I have the fact that I have to expand my. I don't want to learn nothing. I want to be able to look at somebody and they look at me and we talking. Like okay. that's what I'm trying to get at. Like I. This is, well, everything this, takes practice. Everything oh, takes know. practice and effort. For you sure. Know, it, isn't, it isn't something that you can ritual yourself. It isn't something that you can just get meditate to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You actually have to be a practice. And even this conversation right now, now is something that you could use as a practice. Absolutely. This is practice. Is. I expand my vocabulary every day because conversations, converses, verses, write your scriptures, your own mm-hmm. scriptures. Mm-hmm. My words, I understand, are is the power. The Absolutely. world was created by words. Words is your bond. That's what Absolutely. you're bound to. So if as many words as I have, is more powerful I am. Mm. That means I transcend language barriers as well. The reason why I use expletives, because I don't care what fucking language you speak. 
you know the curse words of every goddamn language. Jacket. And so that right there, and I don't I don't like to use the that's why I don't use curse words, because you're putting a different narrative on the words you're using. I say they're expletives mm. because they grab your attention. Mm. And the tone and the pitch and how you say them definitely matters because it vibrates at different speeds and sounds and things. Ah, so that absolutely. is also another and, mode of communication. Mm-hmm. So when I, say the words, when, when she say them, her tone and pitch is so on point, I would love to hear her cuss all day because mm-hmm. they would mean something different because they're coming from her and her vibration and where she is. And yes. so if you're going to curse or use expletives, you have to own them. So if you don't like the signature way of how you use them, this is you prompting yourself instead of AI, prompt your motherfucking self. You your you know, own intelligence. Now, Absolutely. Now, now, do I expand my vocabulary? Because vocab... Okay. I was One thing I was going to say was how... Because one thing that triggered me to question even church or existence and everything is I said, because I'm speaking English... One day, and I'm thinking to myself, how the hell did people come up with these words? Like, how is that happening? Who said Apple? A what group did that? How do I know what I learned? Who who did that? I I learned that from Akila in the B. Watch the movie Akila in the B. Oh wow, I am. All words, all words are made up of even smaller words. So yeah, where did these words come from? A-B. There were no words. At the beginning, there was the word, and the word was with God. And, then you, you can, and then you can go back to letters are characters, mm-hmm. right? Each mm-hmm. letter is a character yes. that plays a certain role. Yes. When I say if you really well, want to get into specifics, well, when you talk about words, letters make up words. Absolutely. And letters are characters, and they even started from numbers. Math, mayot. Absolutely. So if you want to really know the origin of things, mm. go and study the beginnings of linguistics. Math, math. Oh, yeah, is there a book oh on that? shit. I'm starting to feel like it's like, okay, if I see something I like and I go, ooh, I feel like this is what inspired language. Like if I go, ooh, ah, when you're uh, the perfect example it, having it, sex, it you don't have words when you're having sex. You make noises. Mm-hmm. So I believe that these noises are trying to explain something you're experiencing. And I feel like that's the inspiration behind the words. Mm. So I feel like Mm-hmm. And then it went to sounds, 
you know, that they used to create it and then, you know, so on and so forth, whatever the original language and then other languages were built from that. Yeah. Words are the building process mm. of everything we have become. Mm. Everything. Mm. So if there's a building, I, I, nah, I love it though. This is, all, I love all of this, but I just can't <laughs> shut up. Like this feels like this has to, that's why I don't even like talking. Cause I don't, I don't even feel like this is, when you say watch it or don't, I'm like, well, I ain't gonna do it. Don't even send me nothing you think I ain't gonna watch. Cause don't waste your time. Well, you, well, well, well no, no. Listen to how you're expressing yourself. Me taking the time out to say that I'm going to send you something is mm. me exercising care to answer some things that I do not have time to address. However, I right. have taken my God consideration to say, I think that you could benefit from it. Now me saying you do with what what you will is me also still giving you your power to watch it or not. No, here there is no governance for emotional roller coasters it is what it is when you speak from a level of a perspective of governing yourself so you do without will that is me still acknowledging that it is your decision to receive the gift that i'm giving you how I dare i give you a gift and expect that your motherfucking ass is going to like it so this is a gift do without will with it you know what I'm saying? When I tell you I operate on a God level, my nigga, I operate on a God level. Right, right. With all my humility and ego and everything else that goes along with it, I use every motherfucking part of myself. Hello. Every part. I've worked 47 years. Yeah. 47 years, and that's not a long time, but I do recognize I'm a new elder. And mm -hmm. so I have taken my place. So I, really <laughs> so I speak from a place of love, but it comes also with the understanding of knowing the work that I put in and very careful with my words. I love conversation, right? Yeah. And I want to be able to have dialogue and more conversation because they are journeys. I want to take this journey with you. And so in order for you to take this journey with me, sometimes when you take certain journeys, you need to be prepared. If mm -hmm. I take you in the woods, you may need some repellent for the mosquitoes or you're going to get fucked up. Mm -hmm. You may need, you know, uh, uh, a long pair of socks, whatever it is for the journey, right? right, right. So these videos that I want to send you that you can watch in your spare time, take into consideration that the soul family is sending this and maybe it's worthwhile. Absolutely. Because we're already on a similar journey together. <laughs> Absolutely. As being soul family. Absolutely. I'm not gonna not look at something you send me. That's right. now now I'm gonna just use the straightforward mm -hmm. approach. I'm not gonna not do that. That's what I was I was maybe okay. I was making it long winded. Absolutely. You I know you're not gonna not do it. Y'all send me anything, anybody from the blue room or anything, send me anybody on the in this soul group whatsoever. Whether I agree with it or not, I'm gonna check it out because I often don't agree with something and then it pops up. Cause I'm present and I'm going. Oh, now I see it. So yeah. that I want to be clear yeah. on that, and I want to say like, when I was saying you don't gotta say that to me, send me the video. I'm saying you, if you want to save your breath, send me a thousand videos. You know, each time you send one, you <laughs> gotta tell me check this out or not. I don't need that. I'm checking everything out. Word. I have to. I have to, and I don't got a choice. 
because I don't understand. If I don't understand, I'm gonna understand. Send me everything. And it's not well, like I'm, I'm gonna say you, you do have, my... have a choice. Yeah. You do have a choice because no. you know we all family. I'm gonna make the choice to never go against anything my spirit is telling me to uh, understand. Yeah. And I want to understand this. So I don't have a choice but to obey my spirit. So I'm going to serve what I can't see. Okay. Other people have a choice. Like, I'm saying I don't have a choice. I'm cursing myself. Or I'm putting a spell on myself to never turn away from something, whether I agree with it or not. This is a spell I'm just saying out loud. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm not turning away from nothing. I watch videos of dumb people fighting, you know, in the street. Because I want to know. Man, I'm come on with it, because I know I can record it. How the fuck you, I want to know how the fuck you got there. You know what I'm saying? People will fight over you stepped on my shoe. People get shot over shit like that. They do. I want to understand the science behind that. I don't have to agree with it. I'm going to observe it. So anything you should case it or anybody send me the line, um, quantum line, whoever. Yeah. Understand, I, I'm just trying to make a disclaimer. I'm never going to look at, I don't, I don't I'm here for everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I'm, I, I want you to know that. Don't think I'm. Uh, I, oh, uh, it ain't that. Like I don't yeah. know how to say it. Wait, listen. It's 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 all love. I said I know. I know. That's why the videos that I'm going to send you will help you be so much more expressive of what it is that you want to relay. Because when you speak, first of all, you're speaking to yourself. You're the first partaker of whatever motherfucking words come out of your own mouth. And you know that. So being able to be more expressive to yourself is the goal. That's However you say things is how is not how I'm going to hear them. I hear them according to me. So that is something that's out of your control. God grant me serenity <clears throat> to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and wisdom to know wisdom. the difference. The wisdom to so know the comes, difference. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to how somebody receives it, there's nothing that's that's out of your hands. Mm. So you focus in on what you are saying to yourself at all times. Mm. So when you look at me, look for the me, look for the you and me. Duh. And to your yourself. Not to say that, but duh. Look for Not the you. Say. Yeah, I love yeah. y'all. So it just goes along with I love y'all. <laughs> it just goes along with how you can better formulate right. your expressions of yourself to yourself. Absolutely. You know? So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send those sometime this week. So <clears throat> just be looking out for that. I'll be sending out that stuff through uh Instagram. Hook it up. We love you, bro. Yeah. But listen, listen, let me let me <laughs> Let me shift real quick because I want to. Number one, I'm about to wrap it up. That's number one. And yes, number, I was going to say, I got the most spaces to go join really quick. I'm about to wrap it up. But I definitely wanted to um, um, make sure that I extended an invitation. What I'm doing is I am definitely working to perfect my craft. I need a lot more practice so that I can get a pace and a flow in getting these astrology readings to a space where I think that it could really be beneficial. At this point, um, yesterday, Sheila and I, we did a reading and we were um, on for four hours. And, <laughs> fucking reading. 
And we, we had a beautiful time and it is definitely helping me. And she just like really helped me along to like really understand like what I was seeing in the chart and get a broader um, understanding of how this energy expresses itself. What I'm trying, what, what my biggest work is right now is really, I'm trying to merge my intuition with the logical part of looking at the astrology chart so that I can truly get a, um, a really good and clear picture and be able to articulate how that goes. And this right here is not going to be as easy breezy as I thought it was going to be because I like astrology. I get it. So this is going to be easy. But what I noticed is that these readings, um, I can end up finding myself going through portals and, um, there's a lot of information that I've taken in over this time. I had no idea that it was as much information and I've been trying to share everything that I love. You know, Sheila, even though we did four hours, I noticed that there was some stuff that I left out. Um, for, you know what I'm saying? So I'm noticing that I can't do everything that, um, um, that that I know but what I am going to do is is definitely develop a pace and a style and those things that's going to be most helpful so that um I can really um be of service out here in these cosmic spiritual streets but I want to um also close the cipher the other thing too before we go I was considering moving the ciphers over to clubhouse so um I'm, I'm still, you know, working that out because I don't really know how to work Clubhouse that well. But once I figure that out, um, I want to like move it um, in the Clubhouse and then that way, you know, I can um, be able to reach out and get more folks to get in on a conversation and everything. Absolutely. As, I, as, I would like that. As much as I love this tight little family thing we got going on right here, we can definitely bring that, that whole vibration over to Clubhouse and then allow a lot of other people to be able to join in on that discussion. So with that, I just want to thank you all for coming through, bringing your view, beautiful energy and your vibration to the stage. Peace and love, peace and light, everybody. I love you guys so much. Thank you for all of your love and support. Peace, y'all. So Peace you're a philosopher? Yes. I think very deeply. I think very deeply. Come on over, can we all get together?